Celebrated Canadian artist, educator, and Artist for Kids co-founder, Gordon Appleby Smith led an extraordinary life. One that proved art is a gift, not only to its designer, but to everyone it touches. Painting daily, the energy and passion for his craft continued to flourish until the venerable age of 100. He became a living testament to the transformative and boundless potential of artistic expression, a journey he generously shared throughout his career, leaving an indelible mark on all those who had the privilege of knowing him. He was a real um, mentor and a real um, kind of creative inspiration for people who were interested in art. Gordon complimented everyone. He was always appreciative they were doing art. He definitely knew what he liked and he didn't like, and he would still encourage everybody. This generosity was well known. Uh, and uh, another really lovely um, sort of universal reminiscence about Gordon was that he was an incredibly humble artist. Born in East Brighton, England, Gordon's artistic roots were nurtured in his father's painting shed and through visits to London museums where he soaked up the works of romantics like Turner. Emigrating to Canada in 1933, his ongoing exploration would lead him down a path to embrace modernists like Kedinsky and Duchamp and eventually adopt abstraction. I think that um, one of my favourite quotes uh, spoken by Gordon uh, and he said this very regularly, is that he was a hundred artists deep, indicating that he was influenced by so many different artists, both living uh, and part of his personal and professional network, and also those who came long before him. He was always in a struggle to try to get ahead. You, you know, you have that as an artist through your entire career, young come up and demolish you. You can't get, you're in your generation you're constantly trying to move on into the future and the future is always coming up with new things that you need to try to understand. Whereas those artists are brought up with it and they're, you know, the artists of the seventies, the artists of the eighties, the artists of the nineties, Gordon was constantly chasing them. He was always trying to learn more and see more and do more. As World War II broke out, Gordon enlisted in the military. His service marked the beginning of a remarkable partnership with Marion Fleming, which lasted nearly 70 years. The pair became iconic figures in Canadian art, embodying all that was good in their artistic community. He and his wife Marion surrounded themselves with art. They were very generous collectors of works of art by other artists in their circle. Marion definitely married a guy that she knew was an artist. She was an artist herself. Um, and she was someone who was a key part of the community, a key part of opening her home and their studios to the people that they wanted to kind of build cross-generational relationships with. As a soldier, he suffered serious wounds and recuperated for several months in Tunisia and England before returning to Vancouver in 1944. All his best friends he considered were the guys in the army with him and none of them came home. So Gordon has lots of friends, but he definitely doesn't have like friends from the past or friends even from like his 20s and 30s that would have had that sort of bond. And that's definitely a war sort of accident kind of thing. He understood that the, the true horrors of prejudice and that was not something that he carried in his life in, in any way. 
ensuing years, Gordon and Marion found themselves at the heart of a thriving Vancouver artistic community, connecting with artists, educators and architects. Their home became a gathering place for creative minds, sparking profound cultural conversations. I have spoken to so many of their artist friends who recall very vividly having dinners regularly at their house. And uh, often uh, they would be sent home with a work of art by Gordon, uh, or they would come with a work of art for Gordon and Marion. Because Gordon's so gracious, he would, you know, he'd be encouraging everything, whereas Marion was definitely the filter. And the two of them would have conversations afterwards where she would basically, you know, explain her side of it. And it would be things Gordon hadn't even thought of. Gordon's deep-rooted dedication to the field extended to his teaching career, where he inspired countless students. He believed that art was not just about drawing and painting. It was about making people more aware and creative. I learned from my students. I respected my students. I had great people, whether it was a grade six class, or whether it was a fourth year painting class. Many of the art teachers in the province were taught by Gordon Smith. Um, so in a, in a very hands-on way, he, he has impacted many people directly. And then of course the students that they've gone on to teach um, indirectly. Gordon understood that you don't need to be an artist to understand art or to think in artistic ways. But having that taught to you or shown to you will make you a better human. And that's art in elementary school, getting things to kids to try things, that's uh, supporting any sort of artist group that's going on to push the boundaries in his community, all of that sort of stuff, whether it's the people making it or the people viewing it, it's helping people to think a little bit differently and hoping that actually improves their lives. In 1989, Gordon co-founded the Artists for Kids Foundation, and in 2002, he and Marion established the Gordon and Marion Smith Foundation for Young Artists. Their commitment was to provide art enrichment opportunities for children and ignite community engagement through Canadian art education. As a lifelong educator in the arts, he felt it was really important to give every child the opportunity to make art and to start that creative journey from a very young age. I also did the Artist for Kids program when I was a kid. Um, so I know how amazing it is and how confidence boosting it is for, for young kids that they are able to get brought into an enrichment program um, where they get to work with an artist um, in uh, in this real like face-to-face -face way. I was a kid who, you know, struggled with self-esteem and struggled with uh, with kind of finding my place, having an opportunity to um, to not only get that kind of confidence boost, but also have a place where it was like, you know, self-expression was valued um, in this way was, it was so meaningful for me. Gordon's art practice was characterized by an insatiable quest for knowledge and inspiration coupled with unwavering discipline in his studio. Gordon definitely had two sides. He had a personal side and he definitely had a public side. And the public side is probably one of the nicest people you'll meet. He loves artists. He always is full of compliments. He's generous. He's all those sorts of things. And then 
I would say the private side is he's a worker. He was a very disciplined artist. He compared himself to a gardener. He said, I go into my studio every day and work for the whole day. Uh, and he used to laugh and say, I get very grumpy if I'm interrupted during my studio practice. And for him, that discipline was very important uh, because it it helped him to um, continue to experiment. It helped him to continue to develop his style. He was always trying to be the best. He was always trying to better himself. Um, he wanted his time to do art. And I think probably quite hard on himself. I always want to paint. I really do. I'm not, that's not. I just, I just, I mean, I, when you're doing this, you're not worrying about man, you're not worrying about this or that. It's just wonderful. It's just wonderful to have this. Where you just concentrate. This is the problem. This is not a problem, but this is what's so wonderful. And then you get discouraged because you look at it, you come back and look at it. This afternoon, it looks terrible. Um, but... If I'm not painting, I'm doing something else, matching or photographing or reading about art. These are the things that I keep, keep me going, mostly reading and looking at other, <laughs> other artists. I really get really excited about that. And then you, then you say, oh gosh, that's a good idea. And it doesn't work out. I think most artists are the same. They're constantly looking for something that sets them apart but also makes them individual. His enthusiasm extended to a new generation of artists on the West Coast, where he nurtured friendships and imparted wisdom. Based on the way that he lived his life and the um, relationships that he forged, I know that there is a just a, a real love of people and a real interest in fostering an appreciation of art in in as many different kinds of people as he could possibly encounter in his life. By his twilight years, Gordon Smith was considered the Dean of Vancouver's creative community, known for his generosity and kindness. He outlived everybody from his generation. So he was riding with them and I would think behind them a little bit. They definitely got more praise when he was younger. And then I would say 80s on, he definitely strode into his own, like 1980s on. He, lots of them had passed away and then people weren't comparing him to them. I, 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 I have things in my mind I'm going to keep working on, I, other ideas. Throughout his life, Gordon remained an avid painter and an art connoisseur, continually seeking inspiration and sharing it with the world. His art is still very relevant today. I think that uh, he is an incredible role model for younger artists, both in terms of the way that he worked in a very studious and disciplined way, but also in terms of his being a model of generosity with younger generations. I think the thing that's really interesting about Gordon Smith and, and his legacy in his community is the less less official channels that he um he had that he, he he kind of allowed that impact to flow through through the artists for kids program and then through 
uh, his subsequent support with his wife, Marion, of the Gordon Smith Foundation, which is connected to Artists for Kids. Uh, they very publicly committed to supporting the arts in our community and not at a, not necessarily at a professional level, but at a, a, a really local community level, which I think is an incredible model for all of us to, to think about and to support and to follow. He was a living testament to the gift of creativity and the boundless power of art to unite and uplift. He was always so generous in his, not only with his time and with his, um, with his curiosity and with his creativity, but also with his, with his art. Like he wasn't really precious about it, which is funny because I think we are so accustomed to, you know, you hear of a great artist, you don't really expect them to be willing to just kind of give something away. But that was his whole, um, that was his whole way of operating in the world. Being the artist of the caliber he was at allowed him to really push the idea of art onto people. He always wanted people to experience art. He wanted people that had no concept of art to learn to appreciate art. He was always the teacher and he always knew that appreciating art and doing art would make your life better. My best advice to anyone at all is you've got to have an open mind. <laughs> <laughs>